Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Happy motherfucking Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy Wednesday, everybody. And we welcome did to another episode of Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. So, Chelsea. Amber, I miss you. I feel like it has been so great having all these wonderful guests, but it's nice. It's nice to have a Wednesday together. Yeah, no, definitely. For real. I had to, I feel like we haven't talked too. I know. We've been, we had a couple busy couple weeks. We did. And then I feel like every moment we've been like, oh my gosh, girl, did you see this? It's always so wild. It is. It is the wildest. wildest. (laughs) Out here in America right now. Oh my gosh. Oh, Ugh. girl, that actually reminds me of the th- other thing that I wanted to talk about. Oh, my gosh. Um, Are you about... going to say now? Well, no, I'll let us get through our, like... Well, don't forget, write it down. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your week this week? Um, how'd it go? Well, so far, I like mean... the end of last week and then, you know. I mean, so, okay, so a couple things that were interesting this week... <laughs> I, okay, so for my job, my, my like full-time job, there's, I deal with all these different businesses and there's kind of like a way things go. So essentially my job is I do kind of everything that these spas need to be done and I like handle it. Well, I had one spa reach out to literally I probably shouldn't say spa. I had ever like this account reach out to like literally like as high as you can possibly go up the corporate ladder and like (laughs) reach down to like 10 of the highest of the highest of the highs, like seeking like a very minimal thing that like I would do in like 30 seconds. So So then I have like the head the head honchos reaching out to me like, I'm sorry, why is this account reaching out to us? Like, what is happening? And then, of course, it seems extra bad because they reached out to them. Well, it does. I was like, so, girl, you know what I did? I pulled every email, every text message, every everything, every timestamp of, like, the parking that I paid to be there and was like, I've been here X amount of times. I've met with X amount of people. Like, I'm not sure what's going on. So it was like a a wild. And then I reached out to the owner. I was like, what's going on? Girl, you don't act like I haven't been here. What's right? right, Yeah. And sometimes it's like, I feel like those situations happen in the corporate world. And then it's like annoying when the person who you know could kind of just squash it really quickly kind of doesn't say anything and it's like dude you could have just said like hey no actually I talked to Chelsea yesterday like she's been great you know I just I reached out to you because I don't know this was the only email I could find or whatever because no not serious but it's like do you realize like I could have got fired over this I don't know if you could have but like some circumstances like you put me in that bad of a situation when you just like go up the chain and you could actually probably get somebody fired for that. You know what I mean? Well, I like, and it's crazy too, because my, my boss has actually like been with me to these places and I've actually hosted education like seminars there. So <laughs> I was like, what? My boss was like, what? Okay. There's a um, TikTok going around where it's like, um, when you have to let your boss in on something and they then 
uh, reach out to that person and like, like handle it. And that song, uh, I'm what they, I'm who they call the bully. You know that song? <laughs> they have that plan. I was like, girl, this is your moment right now. To... But anyway, so like that was a whole crazy thing. But in other news, uh, you know what? Can I just say side note? I wasn't even that upset. I was just surprised. I was like, what, yeah, what, yeah. Is what is happening? But it was like, we had to track all this information down. And I really like basically was like, is there a problem? Are you acting like you don't know? Like right, what's going on? Right. But anyway, besides that, girl, I am so excited because I have made a mom friend. Oh, yeah. A little girl who Maddie is a friend to her. And so they have a play date. They, she has her first official play date with a friend from school on Friday. Oh, and I can't yes. wait. And I'm bringing wine. Oh, I was going to say, are you bringing wine? wine I'm bringing like a little small <laughs> bottle of wine and like some, you know, organic non-GMO snacks. And I'm just, I, when I tell you, I feel so successful. Oh, I feel like I'm thriving yeah. because I'm like, finally, it's like a great, and she, she seems to parent, in a similar way where right. like she like made it so nice and didn't make it weird at all when I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, you know, I, I hope this isn't too forward, but um, if you and your, your child ever want to have a play date and she's like, yeah. And she's like, I know it's hard. Cause it's not like I'm just dropping my kid off somewhere. Like if you're right. playing with my yeah. kid, we're playing together well, too. I, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And then she was like, we can drink wine. I was like, girl, exactly. But so I'm super hype about that. Girl, what about you? What's going on over there in Scranton, PA? Um, so this week I kind of did, well, I had a busy weekend coming in from Pittsburgh. Um, we had a girl's trip. So me, Jacqueline and mom went and then I had an interview I did with Reuters news this week, which was super cool. Um, and that should be out sometime this week. And then I also did an interview with the Scranton Times for Women's History Month. I talked and to you right before you're about to get on that yes, one. Yes. Yes. So this was about like women in the area, local women who have broken glass ceilings and kind of who have been like the first to do something. So I'm actually really excited to like see all the other women and like find out kind of what that stuff is. Like today I found out about the the first woman to join a navy was from like this area <gasps> right no and way. i didn't even know that and so yeah so that was really cool um so that's been it like that's why i love kind of the history months and the different things and that's why i always share the information with you guys because i think it's fun to just learn new things and it's so much history that we aren't taught and that we don't learn and it's not about like not focus it's not about discon like saying that one person's history doesn't matter because it's women's history month but it just says like hey this is stuff you don't know like i live here and was in the navy and i didn't know this right well i i'll, I'll i will stand on this until i die i will never understand why when you say hey look at my green shirt people's first response is to be like well what about my shirt right right <laughs> Right. What, oh, what so guys, so her name is Loretta Walsh. Okay. And Ooh, March Loretta. 21st, 1917. Uh, her middle name is per Perfectus. So it's Loretta Perfectus Walsh, ma'am. Um, became America's first official enlisted woman of any service when she joined the Navy. In the spring of 1917, the United States began preparing for the inevitability of war. However, men were not 
enlisting in sufficient numbers. So they needed the women to come in and do the work. And Loretta Perfectus Walsh, she answered that call first, which is super, super cool. Um, and yeah, so she was from this area up here in NEPA. Oh my gosh, that's really cool. Yeah. Loretta Perfectus. I feel like with a name like that, she was destined. She for had greatness. to do something. She, right. she had to do everything, yeah. girl. Look at with that name. I think Madonna uh, said the same thing. She said my name is Madonna. Like what else was I? Wait, Madonna's real name is Madonna? I don't I remember an interview she said my name is Madonna. Now I don't know, but I think so. <laughs> you know what? I feel like that would that would say a lot. That, it makes so if, much sense, if, right? If it actually was. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, I know. Um, how sweet baby Jacqueline? She is good. Um, we had virtual days today, um, this week, half days um, and stuff because of the snow, guys. So. How much snow did you get? We got nothing. Um, we got probably like four inches. That's not fair. Four to five. My mom got like seven and a half. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> Can I just get like two? I don't, it's not fair. We went sledding and stuff yesterday me and Jacqueline and then like she there was like a wind gust that just hit her directly in the face so then she was she was like covered in snow on her face and her head and stuff and she was like I'm ready to have some hot cocoa now and I was like okay (laughs) done done with the sledding right we're done (laughs) Mm, oh she's so little she's like oh my gosh my face yeah, yeah, she was all. Did you get her hair? Yeah, her hair was like soaking wet by the time we got inside and we're like <laughs> oh. taking everything off. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that is so fun. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> These little kids. I know. All right, so Chelsea, you have to tell us about like this whole banking situation. Um, okay, and because... I'm going to tell you is not going to be enough, but like. <laughs> It's- because guys, I don't even know. Like, I haven't even. I know that I know a bank in Silicon Valley failed. I know that the government had to like come do something. That is as far as it went for me. So help me out. <laughs> <For> so-, <laughs> so okay, well this okay. So I actually specifically, uh, I okay. First and foremost, I do not follow the Dow Jones. I don't follow a ton of financial news. This was just something that's like, this is clearly a big thing happening happening in America. So I was trying to intentionally take some time to listen Look to a you. couple of, I'm, try, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, just cause I felt, I felt like lately I felt really busy and kind of overwhelmed. So I'm like, listen, I'm not reading as much, but I'm podcasting. I'm listening to a bunch of different podcasts, trying to take in information. But specifically I was actually listening to, um, Ben Shapiro today. Cause he is actually has a lot of investment training as well. So I was like, who better to explain this than Ben? However, midway through, I was like, Oh my gosh, what is he saying? What? So. <laughs> Essentially, the Silicon Valley Bank basically crashed. And a lot of, so essentially, they're saying that not a lot of people use this bank. It was more like the tech focused right, people. Yeah. Um, like Roblox uses it, uh, um, Hulu, like different banks like that, or different tech companies like that. But. It's it's it failed and it's a problem because they're saying that these bigger banks crashing are somehow going to affect more of the regional banks, which is what people like you and I use. Right. Where like Silicon Valley, this is for millionaires and like millionaires and billionaires could not get access to their money over the weekend. Um, 
And yeah. So I So was there a run on banks? Well, no. So that's the thing. It doesn't seem to have caused a massive panic in the United States where people are just like running to their banks and taking out money. But there, the whole thing is kind of a disaster, though, because we had our president come out and make a statement and say, don't worry, we're going to figure everything out. The banking system is safe. And then there was somebody from the Federal Reserve come out and made a statement that was similar. Well, then she had to come back out and say, well, now she's kind of retracting the statement. So, guys, keep your eyes peeled. I wish I could give more in-depth information than that, but I don't. I don't fully understand it. So specifically Silicon Valley Bank, the one that crashed really got big during COVID when tech companies kind of really right. started yeah. to amplify mm-hmm. their profits. And now it's just, it ain't good. It ain't yeah, good. So, I saw that you said that it's the, um, the collapse of the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank were the second and third largest banks bank failures in the history of the United States. Smaller than, smaller only than the 20, 2008 collapse of Washington Mutual. Um, that is, uh, that is not good. There's, I know there's like, <laughs> that, that was, that was from a, an article that I read in, by NPR, but uh, there's a little breakdown that I saw. This was just on Wikipedia. So again, just keep in mind, this is from Wikipedia, but it's basically saying the biggest difference is that banks, that failed in 2008 were because of bad loans and poor credit underwriting. By the time the great recession ended over 600 bank banks failed where today's crisis that we're seeing in Silicon Valley uh, bank is more triggered by bad risk management practices around deposit management and interest rates. So the interest rates skyrocketed during COVID and everyone was having a great time, but Mm -hmm. you can't continue that. So Keep your eyes peeled, people, because it's a little nerve-wracking. I'll say that. Yeah. Because we've um, been here before. Yes, right, right. That's what I was going <laughs> to – I was about to say I feel like it feels familiar. But, uh, yeah, so there's a article on NPR, guys, so you can go ahead and check that out. Um, I love listening to NPR in a car. Well, I it know is. how you feel about NPR and PPS. <laughs> I feel like you single-handedly keep them in business. And- I probably do. I probably do. <laughs> um. Okay, so then this is something that's going to be a little bit different than what we usually cover, but there's a specific reason why I wanted to cover it, and Amber, you already know, because you know how I feel about Jesus, but (laughs) there was this movement that was happening in Wilmore, Kentucky, in this Christian university, And it actually gained a lot of traction. It was being shared on TikTok and it ended up garnering more than 24 million views. Oh, wow. (laughs) I know. I feel like that's a lot. But um, so what it's being, it's being called as the 2023 Asbury Revival, which was taken place at a Christian university in Wilmore, Kentucky. So essentially, this Christian university hosts a chapel service for their students every Friday where people come in, they do like worship, and then they hear a message. Well, they had it that started on Friday or yeah, Friday, February 8th, like it always does. But then the students just never left. So it lasted for Wait, 12. Wait, what do you mean they never left? Like, they just came for, for the chapel service. And they stayed in there the whole time? 
well and people just started coming like everyone was like oh my gosh like there's something going on in the chapel you have to come see and then people just came and didn't leave so what they see in there girl they they were feeling jesus they were feeling the presence of god in there and the one thing that i was so the whole reason that i wanted to bring this up is because I know like on this podcast, I'm, I wonder how many people who listen are faith filled, um, kind of in the specific way that I'm faith filled, but I feel like we definitely try to spotlight. I don't know what the, what the word would be. I definitely try to like be real about my faith because it's a very big deal to me. Right. It's something that I live with daily, but I also don't want to sit here and act like the church has been perfect. So I think that we spotlight that, but the, one of the reasons that I wanted to spotlight what was going on in Wilmore, Kentucky is because number one, Holy cow, with all those views on TikTok, it obviously made some sort of an impact, but also to thousands of people from across the United States were going to the university waiting outside in the cold just wanting to get in wow and the student body president i could not find her name but this was the thing i literally have full body chills right now as i'm thinking about it but one of the things that she said because people were interviewing her and they're like what's going on what happened and she said we were in chapel the chapel was kind of coming to an end they were just playing music and one of the students just started talk- like they were just in a group talking and mm-hmm. the student just started kind of like confessing stuff that he was struggling with and dealing with. And then she said the second that this kid started to just say, Hey, like I'm really not okay. Or I'm really struggling with this. She said the atmosphere in the entire room completely shifted. And there was just such a sense of peace and joy that was so overwhelming that she didn't even realize that she was there for over a day. Like no one wanted to leave. And the reason I want to spotlight that is because, like I said, I mean, I I feel like I'm one of the first people to be like, wow, the church really failed there. Or, wow, that is something that we are not accurately representing if we are believing the gospel of Jesus Christ. But she said like in a moment of vulnerability with somebody just kind of saying, Hey, (laughs) like things aren't great and things aren't going well. That's when the atmosphere changed. And that's what really brought on this sense of, of peace and joy that people haven't experienced in a long time. And I was like, you know what? And that's, what's up in, in a world where people feel judged by Christians or they feel judged by the Christian church or things like that. I just I think it's incredible that this this movement and this 12 day long whatever you want to call it started with somebody saying being humble and just like coming to his friends and being like yo <laughs> not great you know yeah. and that was just really kind of what kicked it off and then I also wanted to note because girl and just it's it's always like this like this incredible beautiful thing is going on for these people who are spiritual and just having this moment in time with their faith, but then bigger leaders in the Christian world, like in the Christian industry, Christian music industry, were kind of reaching out to the school and they were like, Hey, if you guys need help, let us know. 
And then there were some people, some Christian leaders that were like, um, first of all, don't think that God needs you to go and help them just because you're a famous Christian singer. Um, and of course it got messy. (laughs) It was like, um, I don't know that that was necessarily what they were trying to say that like, okay, the school needs me because I'm a famous Christian singer. But, um, it was just, it was really interesting. And I just thought it was incredible that that's what happened. And then all of these dynamic leaders from churches and, um, worship pastors, all these people were going there and just going and observing, spending time. There was one pastor who's super huge. He's written multiple books. He didn't even get in. Like he was waiting outside. He never got in. I don't know. I just thought it was really interesting. And this is at the Asbury University in Wilmore, Kentucky. And it's known as the 2023 Asbury Revival. Look it up on, on um, TikTok. It's incredible. Well, thank you for sharing that, Chelsea, because yes. the, the rest of the things we're talking about are not positivity. That's, not I'm positive not, things, no. Not yes. as positive. Well, and now I guess, so you actually shared an article with me that isn't super far from Kentucky. <laughs> oh, God. Where is it? Do you have it? Which one? Uh, the which article one from Oklahoma. Uh, about the boy? No, the consent. Oh, God, that was in Wyoming. Oh, <laughs> Wyoming. Okay, but yes. So, <laughs> so it was in Wyoming where they were trying to limit child marriage and they were trying to raise the age of consent. And I guess this is actually something that they've been trying to do for a while and it keeps stalling out. Um, legislation has attempted to raise the age of marriage to 18 and has failed at every effort. So it is a lot of places in the U.S. Um, the rates of child marriages are steadily falling over the past few decades, but there's still about seven states who haven't voted to actually like ban child marriage and end child marriage. So the Wyoming Republican Party decided to really just put its foot down on this issue um, and kind of stand against it. And people are wondering, you know, why when the they're proposing the why guys just wait, they're proposing to raise the state's legal marriage age to 18. So, I mean, like, they're not what, even the trying current, to. What's the current age? Um, oh, my God. Is it? It might be 14. Um, <gasps> it's not like they're even trying to raise it to 18. 21. Right. This, <laughs> this like 20, 21. But, no. um, yeah, it is not looking I mean, great. I can see 18 for that, like, 0.002% of the population. Okay, so there's a lot of love. instances of 14-year-olds being married in the state. Um, there was a 32-year-old man who married a 16-year-old girl in Wyoming, and um, approximately 20 child marriages take place in each in the state each year. So 20 child marriages. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most of them would have been considered a sex crime if they were not married, like in any other state. Right, right. In so, like when place. this married couple maybe takes a road trip to Florida, it's they're going to get Florida. some looks. I yeah. don't know if that's for if it's <laughs> but yes. Yeah, oh, they would yeah, yeah it, it's almost like a get out of jail free card for them. But like it just was so crazy because 
you know, it, I kept seeing the headlines saying that Republicans were really mad at this. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe let me for let me look to see if they're really fighting this or not. And they really were. And so I actually was a little bit. That's why I sent it to you, because I was like, wow, they're really like, oh, they really decided this was the issue that they this was the hill. Like there, there <laughs> is a, yeah, like, because then like right next door, right next door, if you if an 18 year old had sex with a 16 year old, he right. would go to jail exactly. for statutory rape. Yeah. So it just it, like there's in no way, shape or form is there a child that I could ever get behind. Even 18 is rough, but I'm saying, like, I watched One Tree Hill. I know if Nathan and Haley, there's a Nathan and Haley out there for everyone. <laughs> but besides the, like, 0.002%, like, Nathan and Haley that would actually meet at 18, 17, 18 and fall in love, they can right. wait until they're 18. 14, yeah. you have no bit. Some 14-year-olds don't even have a period yet. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's upsetting. It's and why? Upsetting. Like, what? what is the reason? Uh, I don't know. And that's kind of why it's like, right. We have, we're like, some people are trying to take this really hard stance against child abuse and pedophilia and stuff. And we have instances right here, right now, where we could really make a difference and make a change and like change these laws to get people to stop having these get out of jail free cards. Cause there's at least 20 dudes in the last year. So if that's 20 different dudes every year, there's a lot of people who are benefiting from this type of law. And this is a type of thing that we need to be focusing on to end. Why isn't child marriage banned totally in the U S you know, this is actively hurting kids. Well, right. And you think of child marriage, you think of like countries really far away that are more desolate, maybe more deprived. You do not think of this happening in Wyoming. Right. I don't I think do. of it happening in Wyoming. I Wyoming. do because <laughs> because <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of culty religious pockets here in the U.S. Um, that start getting down with some weird. Anytime you start having a community that starts isolating, and it becomes us against them, is kind of when the weird secretive stuff starts coming in and everything. Well, and so like, when I think of it, I definitely think of like I mean I think of places like Waco and and things and like um uh keep sweet the that whole documentary is about the mormon church and pedophilia and things happening right here in america right and it it really but like again it's just it's mind-blowing to me that we're that enraged about the ability to marry a 14 or 16 year old potentially being taken away right you're a pedophile right wow And people are saying that some of the arguments against it were the government is trying to come in my home and tell me what I can and can't do with my family and my kids, you know, and it's like, uh, no. Well, there are certain things that, <laughs> that the government is going to say that you can and cannot do. Just like you cannot take your 16-year-old to the bar and get wasted together because that's not the legal drinking age. Right. So, like, yeah, there's a reason. Just like if your 16-year-old daughter was approached by a 22-year-old dude there's laws to protect her. Right. So yeah, there are going to be certain laws. That doesn't mean that they're taking away your American freedoms by saying, um, this is a child. She's not getting married and you're gross. Yeah. But something what the ages that you just said would be legal in Wyoming. But that's what I'm saying. That's oh. hor- I, like, I can't, that's horrifying. Um, yeah. So yeah. where did this all, so they were kind of putting it up for discussion and now where does it stand? 
So there are still bills that are being brought. It passed the Republican House bill. Um, and let me just check to see if it passed really quick. Javi Coffee, your daily grind reimagined. Instantly craft any style of coffee in seconds. Get 20% off your next purchase if you use code AMBER48138. Again, the code is AMBER48138. Go to javicoffee.com. As of right now, it has not. So, yay. It has not passed in the sense where what? They're like going... No, the age of consent is still the same. And what's the age of consent? It is like 14, I think, with parents. Um, uh, with like, if you want to get married and you're 14 years old, you have to have your parents' consent. No, do you think this might have to do with like, because this, this happens a lot, I believe. It's don't, I don't even want to say if it's wrong, but there's a country where I believe this happens a lot because a lot, many parts of the country are extremely poverty stricken. So one of the ways for they're like selling their kids to get married. Well, they're kind of like, okay, you'll take care of. I mean, not right. Right. Please don't world. Don't (laughs) hear me. I'm not saying that I'm then. Oh, well, then it's okay. I'm just saying that's kind of it's not excusing it. It's just explaining a little bit as opposed to like, ew, why are you just a pervert? But um, I'm wondering. Um, no. Area? I think this it, a lot more of these pockets seem to be a little bit more of the religious um kind of areas pockets that seems to be the kind of the whole reason behind a lot of these marriages. But like, I don't religion? know. I haven't seen anything that says, but I because I have read that about struggling countries, and I do. I mean, at some point, you do kind of understand that because you think hey, my daughter's going to go off with this person and have a better life because he can provide for her. And we're going to get money and get taken care of so I can provide for my other kids as well. But there doesn't seem to be any of that reasoning here for, like, America. Well, and you hear all of these. I've seen so many testimonials of girls who said, like, it wasn't even that their parents got money for them. They said, you know, there was three kids and I was 13. So essentially my dad was like, okay, like, we're all starving if we're responsible for one less person and you two are together maybe you guys will have a better opportunity and right. you won't be hungry and there'll be one less mouth for us to feed here so like they she didn't even get sold she just got kind of the guy of course made it seem like okay she's going to be in a better life she's going to be a wife she's going to have a, a better a better way of things and of course you know she was systematically raped and abused and used as a slave and she eventually escaped but like that was kind of you know it was basically like one less mouth to feed and when you're starving and in a situation like that again that doesn't excuse it but it was almost like the dad probably heard what he wanted to hear that his daughter would be Mm -hmm. taken care of um but again this is in a very very far country that is extremely poor um right and people are literally starving i don't think of that as wyoming but no, no. And like I said, I haven't read anything that showed that that was the reasoning behind any of this. Ugh. Because I think we can have empathy for people who are in dire situations. Um, 
And again, like, that's, uh, yeah, and I'm still not saying, like, okay, that was the right thing to do, but it's like, okay, I kind of get why you would do that, but, you know, empathy, you're right, empathy for maybe their reasoning, but, again, like, that's their reasoning, and I still, but, you know, who knows? I mean, I I have yet to hear of any woman escaping that situation and being like, you know what, it was actually really nice, it just wasn't for (laughs) me, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I, I, I haven't, I haven't. No, no. So in Wyoming, the bill um, will go to the governor's desk um, if it passes through both of the the houses and things like that. So let's just hope that we have a nationwide ban. I don't see why that's a hard thing. It should be something that somebody could run on here and just say, hey, let's ban child marriage in America because why is this still a thing? Why is this still a thing? Yeah. Um, so- and I, I, I just... I. And I know that we won't know, but I also want to know why in the world, why in the world is the attraction there from a 32-year-old man to a 16-year-old woman? Like, there's not Well, because one... they're not a woman. They're a child. And I oh, think yeah, it's 16-year-old, you're right. ew, ew, control. Ew. You know, uh, yeah, I think it's about control. A 16-year-old control. child. Yeah. Ugh. You know, it's about control and manipulation and, and being able to have somebody who's palatable for you, you know? But see, and like, that's what I'm saying. I just, I don't know a world, like, I don't know any adult that would say, oh, you know what? It's not weird at all that this 32-year-old <laughs> man thinks my daughter's beautiful and is like right. hanging around now. Right. Like, everyone I know would be like, I dare you. I dare you to drive past my house one more time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. And if people get in these situations where they're in a they're so blind to what's going on around them and they and they're so blinded by like a blind whatever faith desperation you know different things and i don't think people see kind of what's right and wrong because you hear about people coming out of these you know mormon pedophile like relationship rings that they have in different country in different places here in america and you know people were so under the thumb of whatever their leader and stuff that Parents were handing their kids over and allowing their kids to get married because they thought, like, they're going to be with the minister and they're going to get this and they're going to get that. And it's going to, you know, whether it's not these earthly gratifications that we're thinking in, like, the other country with, like, you know, food and and money and taking care of. But, like, these are now spiritual things that people are hoping that they could gain from their child being in the family now of, like, their prophet or leader or whatever. there was one even guy that I was watching this thing about. He started like this cold at Sarah Lawrence with like educated, um, you know, young college women who I saw the commercial were, but did not. Girl, it's a lot. Um, in a part of their life, and they're the people that you would think like they would be like, no, absolutely, you know what I mean, absolutely not, and they probably thought they were too. But you get in these situations where you just get so absorbed and broken down. Um, and brainwash that you are doing things that you never thought you'd do or agreeing things that you never thought you would agree with. And, and it's just then, terrible. Well, and then we know that every political facet has an agenda. So I, I even think of that, like when you were saying it's going to be sent to the governor's desk and I'm like, okay, well, who does the governor belong to? You know what I mean? That's going to decide how this goes. And it's just, ugh. Right, because in in a perfect world, nobody would even be opposing this. It wouldn't even be an issue. Like no. it wouldn't even be a thing. Because why would he even? Why would he say no? 
that right. I want to, that doesn't make sense either. Why is this even? <sighs> I know. I know. And then I'm like, okay, so then do we just go to Wyoming and like storm the gates? And like, so, do we right, just go right. rescue the babies? Right. Like, do we just I go mean, I think this girl? is something that this would be, this could be changed if the, if they had yeah. political pressure being put on them. So, like, yes, if people were storming the gates, if people were protesting and did go to Wyoming and say, like, we, why are you doing this? This is ridiculous. And you had groups of people coming forward and saying, like, you know, we're standing with the kids. Uh, you know, we rescue kids. We, you know, this is a way that kids are trafficked is through child marriages and, and different things. Like, absolutely, you know, um, so th- if we put pressure on them, maybe we could get things like this changed because this needs to be a nationwide ban. It's ridiculous. Like, I, yeah, like I'm ready to go and just pick up the girls. Right, right. Seriously. Because, like, I mean, think about it. They said 20 a year. Like, we don't even know if that's an accurate number or not. Oh, exactly. And we don't know if, we don't know, see, like, that's the thing, People too, probably like, lying about their age, right? You have 100%. to put on there that you're, what, about 14 or something, so what if they aren't 14 yet? Oh, God. And, like, the ministers <laughs> or the city There's a lot of people, yes, there's a lot of people involved them. who should be ashamed. And, yeah. well, should say, I'm sorry, this is going to be impossible, because this is... If you can get, if you can deny a gay couple their marriage license, you can deny this person's marriage license too. I don't like, like, (laughs) yeah, like a grown adults. Yeah, can this girl at least have till she's eighteen to like I don't know full form full body parts? Like, just saying. Ugh, girl, it's a mess. (sighs) This is like okay now, (laughs) wildly, (laughs) wildly changing gears to. Our last topic. Right. It's a, it's a little bit fun and sweet. I want to talk about spring fashion, sis. Like, where are we at with the spring fashion? Oh, there's a lot of colors. There's a lot of colors. Okay, wait a minute. I feel like you need to talk about crop tops. Okay, I have been indulging in the <laughs> indulging. crop topness. Okay, guys. okay. I Stay have talk been. About it. <laughs> Just say it. So, I actually got a i have crop tops now you are a crop top consumer yeah i have crop tops now i wore a crop top on valentine's day girl and like nobody with my, tell you with my scars out um from surgery i had my little um my little bullet wounds that <laughs> that <laughs> i felt like were were out and about but yeah i did and i felt very self-conscious honestly at first um but it felt good um yeah there is an influencer named dana rose who i had gotten a few different crop tops from and so she is a bigger girl and i just feel like you know what i can do it but i just don't like what i don't i don't know Because I feel like it's such a personal choice, and I don't want to be policing anybody's bodies and stuff. But obvi- but some of the stuff is just so small too. Like, where am I gonna wear? Like, where am I actively like wearing this like Monday through Friday? Like Monday through Friday, right? You know, that's a good question. Okay, I just sent you a picture. Also, do you see that? Yes, I bought that. 
girl i like the pants too with that though oh i didn't even see the pants but i mean yeah <laughs> but okay so now this is something that like i don't wear a crop top but i wear those like those lacy bralettes mm-hmm. and you know how i feel the, uh, about the summertime i am a bigger woman and i just the summer the second i'm sticky and hot i just right, feel gross. Over it. right i'm like right. and there's only so much clothes you can take off in the general public so i wear those flowy they're kind of sheer tank tops on top of like a lacy bralette, but they're like long lines. Yeah. So I've been doing that and I'm kind of vibing doing that with these like crop top. That'd be things. cute. Yeah. I like that. I love a sheer overlay. I love a sheer overlay. It's, yeah. you know what? It's like feminine. And I feel like you have a lot of colorful ones. Mine are black and sheer. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I do, I do love it with like um, a little bralette or something like that. That is very cute. So now here's the thing. Do you feel like a jewel tone belongs in spring? It's a summer thing, but I feel like people right now, I think because they're really over winter and we've maybe had a rough couple years, I feel like jewel tones are in right now. Like so, everything is very like bright and not vibrant. really a lot of but not really a lot of pastels this spring vibrant colors so i don't even like pastels i want to be a jewel tone like i am a jewel tone like just make me like plumeria or like fuchsia you know what i'm saying and i am seeing i feel like this is my favorite color of all times and i keep seeing pops of it everywhere and i'm like is this going to be the new color for spring do you know what the color for spring is supposed to be no me either last year it was emerald green it was maybe pink I've seen a lot of pinks or well, like not, not a bright pink though, but like a, um, your, like your color, like a fuchsia, like a fuchsia girl. I have so. a lot of fuchsia because I'm here for it, honey. And what do you think about shirt dresses? Yay or nay? Yes. I love a shirt dress. <laughs> you love a shirt dress. I love a shirt dress. I love a t-shirt dress. I love, you love like, it with a belt. You love dress. it without a belt. Yeah. I do. I do love boots. it with just like when it's just a t like a big t-shirt flowy. I do have, like smaller more fitted t-shirt dresses i have a lot of t-shirt dresses <laughs> would that well that's okay so i was having this this argument with myself whilst in the gymnastics parking lot and i'm like do i okay because there's like these long sleeve uh shirt dresses and they're really really colorful and pretty and i'm like can i dress this up enough to wear to a corporate business meeting I think so. Maybe if you put like um, a blazer no, on it. But I'm thinking like the shirt dress with like a pair of mules, period. And walking in like I own the joint. You know Actually, honestly, though, I think so because I feel like we are setting the tone. Now we're in the corporate meeting. So like where would you want to wear? I mean, because I am so coming with my A-game. Because the thing about it is you in a t-shirt dress with mules on, I guarantee you, is dressier than somebody else in the suit. Well, because my hair's done. And my makeup, done, my, my makeup's makeup done. Is your jewelry's on. My lipstick like, is yes, popping. Exactly. And my attitude is high and my lashes are yeah. black. Because someone's yeah. going to come in there with some ill-fitting suit and some bad <laughs> pants. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> not. Remember that? Remember the social worker with the ill-fitting suit? Girl, the social worker <laughs> with the constantly ill-fitted suit. It's a, it's a thing. But so, okay, but that's what I mean. I'm like, it's it's really crazy what... There, okay, there's this woman on my team, 
and she just looks flawless in whatever she wears. And of course she, I, she comes, she's doing this training. She's wearing this shirt dress. Amber, it looked like it probably cost $500. <laughs> it, it's just like the silhouette is stunning. The color is absolutely, there is, it is one of a kind. And, and she's wearing it like she was born to wear this dress with these lace-up sandals. And she just looked so sophisticated and classy while still being so different and out there. And I was like, you know what? No. If this queen can do it, I feel like I'm going to try as well. I think lavender this year, too. Girl, see, I, why can't I do a pastel? I think it's my skin tone. My skin tone is like a, a, a orange undertone. Their lime green, I think, might be a lime green. Lime green isn't really my favorite green, but it's still a green. So Okay, still... speaking of lime green, I have to confront you on a very serious issue okay. with those lime green Teletubby high boots <laughs> that you sent me. You had the audacity to send to my text message chain. Oh, what my gosh. Okay, what is so happening with the I... shoe wear? <laughs> I don't... I think people... I think we're in charge. We're millennials. We're in charge. And we are throwing it back to our childhood. So you have the Astro Boy red boots. I can't. And there is a pair of Teletubby green boots that I saw Chelsea. And I won't. And some millennial made that. That was their favorite show, you know. And they're like, I'm going to design these. Into high fashion, Mm -hmm. expensive $1,000 boots. Yes. Who was buying that? I don't know. I haven't seen them on anybody. I just saw like the the, the picture of the boots. Well, I also want to know how the knee's going to fit in there when you have the Teletubby head right there. It'll slide in. I can't. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Oh, I, but it really was because they were green. Because they were like lime green that I that I like that stood out to me, and that's why I first like looked at them. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I like these. I feel like you are forever sending me things, and I'm like, where? In the world, did she get that? And then I look and I'm like, oh, this is considered high fashion. This is like, okay, so like, the, this is being shown at the shows where um, Bella Hadid is walking yes. and Kim Kardashian yeah. is attending. Yes. Yes. Oh my goodness. So the is- thing about it is, though, I, I get a lot of people that ask me, because I do post a lot of crazy fashion, but I won't always, it's not about the whole entire look. Sometimes it's about just what the, their purse Or maybe I take that shirt or the jacket or just the boot and pair it with something else. So I like to get just ideas of like little things. Like I'm probably not going to ever wear these Teletubby boots, but I'm thinking about getting a green pair of boots though. So. Well, I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Chelsea, I'm just going to, I hope somebody sends us some boots. Yes, and they're gonna send us some boots and I hope somebody some somebody sends you the Astro Boy boots. <laughs> yeah. And you can just I saw a tick a TikToker wearing them. Like how dead did you serious. feel about that? Well, I was genuinely confused about how she was walking and she looked insane. And her husband was making fun of her and she was laughing so hard because she knew it. How much do they cost? How much Uh, do the Astro Boy boots go for? Oh, are they? I thought they were maybe like eight hundred or something like that. Or no, hold on, let me go look. Um, eight hundred what? 
American dollars? No, I thought that's how much they were. I refuse. Okay. But I wanted, I had on boots today. I had on my hunter, like, rain boots. And they were, my boyfriend had to, like, pull them off my leg. And then it just made me laugh because then I thought, oh, no, I'm lying, guys. They're 350 they're 350 Chelsea that's not okay that's not even that terrible it is terrible especially for such a large amount of rubber we're having um, (laughs) sustainability issues that is not decreasing our carbon footprint okay (laughs) you can't break rubber down you better turn that into a vase or a cup or something when you're done wearing them I mean I feel like you definitely keep them after like if you decide not to wear them anymore it could definitely be like a flower holder (laughs) flower holder but if anybody wants to gift me the astro boy boots i would gladly wear them okay i will not show them off i will not i will write you a very very aggressive letter about your carbon footprint (laughs) (laughs) and then i will sell them on ebay for five how would you sell my boots how would you sell my boots no, I'm saying if somebody sent them to oh, me. Oh, so they sent them to you. <laughs> like, how would you sell my How would boots? you sell my boots? It was <laughs> <laughs> like, because I'm not taking them off my feet. Right, I'm not. This got serious. I'm not. They're mine now. Well, okay, this if your is... man had to pull your hunter rain boots off, your man's going to have to really pull. Now, do these Astro boots come in wide calf? Oh, I don't know. I have like like are these for like the bigger ladies like my girls or just my gym girls who are have like a, a large circumference I mean it's rubber so maybe it's like stretchy a little bit I'm so done <laughs> <laughs> I quit I quit the opening seems like it has like you have some room in there Sometimes so I, I haven't seen at- anybody's opening where like where it's like full <laughs> You know, I really do. I really do look at the world sometimes, and I'm like, you know what? We're we're in trouble. Like we are, we're in trouble. Like this is, this is what we're producing right now. Sometimes you just need a good laugh. Well, I'm laughing. I'm yeah. also offended. I'm like, we're. I feel like we're unwell, <laughs> just as a whole. Uh, remember those furry boots you had that I gave you? Um, yeah, but those, why, why are you talking about the furry boots in the same sentence as the Astro boots? Cause those furry boots were amazing. <laughs> because I feel like somebody would look at the furry Chewbacca boot. Why would you wear a boot that looks like this? And no, you're like, well, this is, a, it's a fur. It's fur. It's not rubber. It's complete. No, it's completely different. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. Fur comes down to the very heart of taste. Rubber oh. is a mistake. Rubber is a condom. Oh my gosh! I'm just saying. The boots look like Chewbacca. Like... No, the, not on me. The boots look like <laughs> I was like a fabulous princess from Doctor Shivago, like a winter oh, princess. Oh my goodness! I did. And I think I wore them with shorts too because I was like feeling myself. Those are the things we did as millennials. Okay. <laughs> We were very oh wordily confused. I just saw I just saw a TikTok of a girl wearing a she, three tank tops, a long sleeve button down shirt, yes. shorts with a belt, yes, flip flops, yes. 
I've seen that same TikTok, and, and I'm I like, thought, we did I probably, those things. Yes, Amber, you wore that outfit. I definitely wore that outfit. Like, I'm like, specifically 100%. having a memory of you in that outfit. I definitely had a couple button-ups. From Hollister, from your time at Hollister. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> I I did. From your time as a bikini girl at oh, Hollister. Because you had to wear all Hollister. Like, yeah, of course. There, right? What kind of discount did you get as an employee? I think it was like 40 or 50% off. It had to be because Hollister was so expensive. I would literally just buy stuff on sale. And I think a lot of the stuff I just like, I at first just wore it in a store, but then you acquire so much, and then it starts leaking into your outfit. And the next thing I know, I'm out in public with three tank tops, a button down shirt, shorts <laughs> with a belt, and flip flops. <laughs> <laughs> but the shirt is long sleeve and the collar is high and the buttons right. are up. And like, there's like I... another polo under the under. <laughs> and it's I'm another like, polo. Why did we wear so many so many layers? Oh what God. were we preparing for? Nuclear Holocaust. The nuclear. I guess. The nuclear Holocaust. Okay, this is a side note, but I am kind of honestly, I'm a little offended about something, and I wanted to know if you felt the same the same way. And the reason I'm bringing this up in this conversation is because of the effect this has had on fashion. Um, Stranger Things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, and people are like vibing with the Stranger Things outfits, which I think is great. The music is awesome. So the star of the show, who's the young girl, who's 11. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's a great actress, right? Well, apparently she made a comment and she was like, yeah, I'm actually really ready to wrap this up. Excuse me. <laughs> Stranger Things made you. And I don't appreciate the tone that that comment was made in. Like, what do you mean you're just looking for? I'm sorry, like, the Duffer brothers aren't good enough for you? Or, like, what's the She's probably sick of shaving her head. No, she, (laughs) no, this last season it was a wig. She wore a bald cap. It was not even, she didn't even have to shave her head. Okay. And I just feel like, like, I think she's getting a little too big for her britches. I'm just saying. (laughs) I'm just saying. Like, you're a great actress. Everybody's been on a TV show and got sick of it. At least she stayed. Because other people have left. And then I've been like, can you just, like, do the rest of this? So, um... (laughs) I can see, Amber, I can see you being like, no, you just need to see it through. You need to see it through, please. Just finish finish it. Oh, my gosh. I'm like, but I'm just annoyed that she said it. Because, again, like, I get it. Like, even if you really did feel that way. But for solidarity's sake, and the fact that (laughs) she was, she was no one. Like, she, I mean, she was someone. She was someone's daughter. She was a, a sweet little girl. <laughs> and then, but like, Stranger Thing has literally made you so insanely famous and so much money and opened doors to you that you would never have been opened. And yes, that's because of the role that you played and how you played it. But it was also because of the way the role was written. So like, please calm down. <laughs> and a little humility would go a long way. That's Maybe she was just having day. a rough day. <laughs> well, she doesn't need to blame it on Stranger Things. Just she saying. Said, I'm ready to wrap this up. Okay. Um, First of all, you're 12. What do you have to say? She is 18. Basically 12. I think that she, how old was she when she started it, though? She was were little. They? they were all little. They yeah. were like 12 or 13, I think, right? So it's been like a while. Ugh. I just, I did not like that. I feel like everyone else on the show is so cool and so supportive and so like, yeah, this is what's up. And then here she comes. She's like, yeah, really ready to wrap this up. <laughs> Okay, you know what? I'm, well, I'm on that note, Chelsea, um, are you ready to wrap this I'm up? I'm ready to wrap this up. 
Well, thank you know you what? Guys. Amber, a little humility would go. No, well, sure. you know what? I'm getting a little too big for my britches over here in um, <laughs> podcast land. Okay. See, now you really need those boots. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, give us a like and subscribe wherever you listen. Um, I'd like to shout out our new followers that we have on Spotify and Apple. So thank you guys so much for following us. You can also subscribe and help support this wonderful podcast and we are a weekly podcast we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and chat soon bye You can find Politics But Make It Fashion on Instagram at Politics But Make It Fashion 1 and on TikTok at Politics But Make It Fashion. Chat soon.